Afternoons Live. Jim Shaw, your guest host. Eric Johnson, your producer, right here on the Mighty 790. Phone number is 237-5948 or 1-800-880-5346. You can text us at 352-70. We're talking about uh, a bill in the North Dakota legislature that would limit treatment for young people uh, when it comes to uh, dysphoria, gender dysphoria, uh, dealing with hormone treatment and puberty blockers. So uh, I thought it would be only appropriate and, frankly, insightful to bring on our next guest. And our next guest is Katrina Jo Kesterman. She is president of Tri-State Transgender. So, Katrina, welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much for, for making yourself available. So let's just start with a, a basic question, because I'm sure a lot of people don't quite understand how it works for people like you. Um, how are people who um, who need to change their gender identity, how mm-hmm. do you realize that? How do you come to the realization that you need to go from male to female or female to male or something else? Sure. So it's a, it's like waking up one day and realizing that you have two left feet. Um, You know, you're not supposed to have two left feet. No one else has two left feet, but there you are with two left feet and it's wrong. And you just know instinctually that it is wrong. So you have to find some way to make it right. Um, When I was growing up, there weren't any words really to describe what I felt because it just wasn't talked about very um, flatteringly in the mid nineties, much about transgender people. Um, The the word that was tossed around was transsexual and it was really sensationalized. Mm -hmm. And so even though I I felt and I knew that that's who I was, um, that was extremely taboo. And, and so I, I have the choice of staying closeted and hiding who I was or identifying with this group of people who were taboo and who were shunned from society. So explain this to me. I am, I am guessing that you were born biologically, physically a male, but mentally you were not a male. So Correct. How, how, how did you come to this realization that your body and your mind don't match up and that you need to do something about it. Sure. So um, that's a very personal journey for for lots of different people. And and you're going to get a different answer with almost every transgender and non-binary person you you ask, Um, because it it is a very personal experience. For me, um, it it was looking at at my, my, my peer group, looking at my, my, uh, my friends, most of whom were girls, some, some boys, 
and realizing that I had more in common with my female friends than I did with my male friends. Um, but um, so I identify first off, you know, I identify as non-binary. I don't identify purely male or female. Mm -hmm. And so it was extremely confusing for me growing up being like, I don't really fit into either group. So where does that leave me? So it, it wasn't a realization of who I was. It was more a realization of who I wasn't. Gotcha. Uh, I am interested in, and I'm hoping the answer is going to be not bad, but <laughs> how are transgender people treated in this part of the country? Um, <laughs> it varies. Um, a lot of hostility does occur. Um, and there have been actually very recently, uh, a lot of death threats, um, put against members of the transgender and non-binary communities and the rest of the LGBTQ plus community at large from certain hate groups, um, who are, are fairly active in this area of the country. Um, so you'll have that extreme. Um, but then you'll also just have a lot of uncaring apathy where uh, people will um, not respect a person's name or not respect a person's pronouns to um, discredit or um, humiliate someone. Have you experienced anything harassment threats disrespect oh, yeah. what what oh, yeah. what what have you experienced um well i've never had a direct death threat on my life yet um however um i have been intentionally misgendered a number of times um i have been publicly insulted and humiliated on social media um i have been um um not physically attacked, but verbally attacked in public. Um, and I have a number of friends who have been physically attacked. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. I don't, I, I, it doesn't speak well. I, I'm, I'm hoping that's a small minority, but that even that doesn't justify it. There's people are people just let them live their lives, leave them alone. We should be respectful to all people, no matter what their background is, what their sexual orientation, skin color, religion, you name it. I, I'm just, I'm appalled, but not surprised. So let's pivot to the point of the topic today, sure. which is this legislation that is being introduced in Bismarck, the state capital. Mm -hmm. What do you think of these bills that would ban minors in North Dakota from receiving hormone treatment or puberty blockers? Well, quite frankly, I think it's dangerous. Um, I've believed for a very long time that the only cure for gender dysphoria is gender expression. Uh, what I mean by that is the only way to uh, alleviate feelings of depression and anxiety around your gender identity is to be able to freely express and explore your gender identity. And one of the ways to do that is after long hours of consultation with a medical professional 
seeking medical transition through hormone treatment or puberty blockers. And to shut off that route to exploring one's gender identity shuts off the medically allowed treatment for alleviating those feelings of depression and anxiety. Um, which, by the way, that, that these hormone treatments and puberty blockers are the best practice uh, medical care backed by the American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Medical Association. So these bills are not only dangerous, but they go against modern science. And that's a very good point. What do you think the consequences would be if these bills become law? Um, well, I think that uh, we'll see, um, unfortunately, a number of deaths, um, probably suicide-related um, deaths of some of our transgender and non-binary youth, um, because it will it will add to uh, the uh, atmosphere of hostility that um, our youth already face. Um, it will also, I think, probably lead to an exodus of um, of uh, LGBTQ plus families from North Dakota, because if the the environment becomes hostile enough, our community simply won't put up with it anymore, and they will leave. Um, I have a number of friends who are looking to leave not only the region, but the country because of how hostile the environment has become. You know, I wonder if that's part of the motivation behind this bill uh, is to uh, have people in the LGBTQ community just leave North Dakota, go someplace else because we don't want you here. Do you think that's a possibility? I think that's an unfortunate possibility, and I think it's a foolish possibility because we bring a lot of talent and we bring a lot of um, skill to various fields. You know, we are normal people just like everyone else. So, you know, you have any time that you take a population and you remove them from an area, you have a talent drain of, you know, very skilled and very intelligent people leaving an area. Um, I think anytime you chase away any uh, group of people, whether they be a minority or whether they be, um, you know, a more mainstream group of people, you're you're just hurting yourself in the long run. Uh, Katrina, you make some excellent points, and I, I want to continue this discussion, but we have to take a short weather break. So uh, hang in there with me, Katrina. Uh, we're going to take a break, then Eric will come in with the weather, and we'll talk to you in just a couple minutes. I pulled into Nazareth, was feeling by, was feeling by. Back to Afternoons Live on the Mighty 790 and 104.7, 104.7 KFGO. We are back. Jim Shaw, guest hosting on Afternoons Live. We're here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. Our guest is Katrina Jo Kesterman, and she is president of Tri-State Transgender. We're talking about some legislation that is aimed at people who would be taking 
some medication, some medical treatment uh, because they have gender dysphoria. Uh, there's a lot of texts coming in. I won't have time to read all of them while I have Katrina here, uh, but I will read uh, some of them after the 4 o'clock hour if I can't get But here's one I want to read because this is directed to you. Please let your caller know. I'm assuming that means you. Please let your caller know that there are plenty of us in the region that are extremely supportive and caring towards the LGBTQ plus community and to hang in there. We can change things. So that's for you, Katrina. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, There are quite a few people uh, in the area who are very supportive um, and um, we wouldn't survive without them. Uh, So to anyone listening who is supportive of the community, thank you. Um, You get us through day to day. And, and I'm, proud to say I 100% supporter. So um, I wish you equal rights and peace of mind and just to be left alone and let you live your lives. Um, Let's go back to talking about these bills that would ban minors in North Dakota from receiving hormone treatment or puberty blockers. What do you think is the real motivation behind these bills? Uh, Well, I'm not a politician, so I can't speculate a whole lot. Um, I I just think that um, right now um, it's it's kind of uh, – we're picking on transgender and non-binary people is easy politically. Um, there, There aren't a lot of people who will come to our defense. Um, we're kind of a hot button issue. And so um, it's, it's really easy for politicians of a certain party to support anti-LGBT legislation and not have a lot of repercussion for it because a lot of their base are of the mindset that our community is an anomaly and shouldn't be around. And so they don't lose anything by attacking us and they gain a lot by attacking us. So I, I think it's just a matter of political convenience, unfortunately. Well, if, if the anger and hate directed uh, at you and others who are transgender, it just really, really bothers me. And I just want to follow up on what you were saying. Why do you think, and I realize I'm not painting with a broad broad brush, not everyone's like this, but why do you think there's so much hate out there against people who are transgender? Um, Well, I I did listen to your previous guest, and I I am not a student of psychology. Um, I am a social work student, so I I did study a little bit, but I do have to agree uh, with her that, you know, it has to do with um, this idea of the this worship of the male image and the idea that someone who has achieved the male image wanting to change that is unfathomable to many cisgender men. And I think that the opposite is true for a number of, of very proud women, cisgender women. The, the concept of someone who 
was born, you know, winning the gender lottery and becoming a strong, independent woman, deciding that they want to become male is unfathomable to them. Uh, I think it's a matter of they don't understand the experience because they've never been through it themselves. They, they can't fathom it. They, they think it's different. And as human history shows, people fear what is different. Right. And I, I want to read, I, I'm going to read a couple more uh, text messages and then I'll read more after we come back at four. Um, Jim, I disagreed with a newly elected Freedom Caucus state senator who was in favor of anti-trans legislation. They always say there are too many laws. Oh, here we are. That interfere with our freedoms, yet will waste public time and money on this legislation that will hurt a small population of North Dakota. They are cruel religious zealots. Another one. However, uh, I don't completely understand, Katrina. However, why do the Republicans, who should be for personal choices, keep mandating things? Strong questions. Uh, question yeah. for you, Katrina. Are you going to be testifying against this legislation? Um, it, if I have the the time and the resources to go to the Capitol or, or, or go digitally, yes. Yes, I will. All right, last question. We also are uh, running shorter in time. So in 20 seconds or thereabouts, what is your final message about these bills and about being transgender? Um, I, transgender and non-binary people are human. Um, we, are, um, we come from every walk of life. There are transgender Christians. There are transgender Muslims. There are transgender Republicans. There are transgender Democrats. We are everywhere. We are you. And the only cure for gender dysphoria is gender expression. So let us express ourselves. Let us be ourselves. And let us join your communities because we're already there. Katrina, thank you so much. That was beautiful. Well said. Keep up. Keep fighting the good fight. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more of Afternoons Live right after this.